This episode of the Quality Goods Podcast is brought to you by the Genius Brand. Products formulated according to science. Genius Electrolytes is a hydration drink mix redefining the category. Compared to the leading sports drinks on the market today, Genius Electrolytes sets itself apart with absolutely no artificial flavors, colors, or sugars. The electrolyte powder is a healthy alternative to optimize your hydration. If you need more energy and improved athletic performance, you'll love the amazing boost you get from the unique electrolyte formula. Genius Electrolytes contains sustamine, a clinically tested ingredient that combines amino acids L-glutamine and L-alanine to assist with amplifying your body's hydration process. So hydrate the smart way with Genius Electrolytes. You can also combine it with Genius Pre, my beloved stimulant-free pre-workout. Get a little hydration, little stimulation, hit the gym, good to go. But you can get 15% off at thegeniusbrand.com with code QUALITY at checkout. You can get your hands on some Genius Electrolytes, some Genius Pre, some of the vitamins, matcha, greens. They got a tons of supplements for whatever part of Genius that you are trying to unlock. So hit up thegeniusbrand.com today code quality at checkout for 15% off. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. What is going on, good people? You are tuned into the Quality Goods Podcast. I'm Chris Beatty. And I'm Anton J. And today, uh, you know, we just want to celebrate all the uh, great supporters that we have out there. Um, it's Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's time to give thanks. So we want to give thanks to all those supporters out there. Exactly. And give them a, a chance to say who they're thankful for in their, you know, who supports them or what supports them too, man. And uh, even with the craziness of this year, there's still a lot of things to be thankful for, you know, so. Yeah. So today we just want to give you a little montage of uh, all the guests that we've had and, and recognizing all of the uh, quality support that they've received throughout their grind. Uh, you know, this year Thanksgiving is going to be a little different than we're used to. <laughs> Probably the, the most unique one of all time for all of yeah, us. Yeah, in my lifetime, certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're we're, we're going to be a tight knit crew, and uh, most of you are too. Yeah, I, I hope, hope so. I yeah, hope. we hope so. You know, that's we're the, pulling for that. Yeah, that's the only way that we're really going to get through this and not blow the ERs and the ICUs. Yeah, I mean, this out is of, yeah, this is definitely like a fork in the road uh, of how this can go. So it's like you know, obviously we've talked about it a lot throughout the year, but super important still, still. Uh, the underlying theme of everything going on right now. The pandemic wasn't necessarily the worst thing in the world. I mean, it's it's pretty bad. Let's let's uh, not yeah, downplay let's not the severity. Yeah. But you know, there is some good that has come out of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, it forced us to pay attention to things around us and uh, pay pay attention to how society has uh, perpetuated systemic racism. Mm-hmm. It has uh, forced everybody to slow down. Yeah, like reevaluate what's going on. Um, 
obviously some some crazy changes for everybody so just trying to look back at yourself and like how how do i deal with this you know i mean we all had that high stress i mean still obviously a lot of us having that and then yeah just i mean no rain no flowers man you know like you gotta you know unfortunately we went through a lot of the stuff and still going through it but um you know as you can see with us too we've had plenty of guests on who have just find that silver lining or whatever it is uh you know with what's all out there right now and for our first guest chris bornstein from spicy ninja sauce he was thankful for the pandemic for many of the reasons that we just named so why don't we see what he had to say about uh why the pandemic brought quality to his life and we just want to ask you about something that has brought quality to your life lately or or your business it could be a person a place a thing a process but what's something that has brought quality to your life so something other than not drinking <laughs> microdosing and the community getting time yeah. i would say yeah, has been more, more recent than those things like are, those things are all great but yeah more recent i would say and i'm not saying this sarcastically i would say the current global pandemic for whatever reason and i i've heard one of the people who is assisting me um is a gentleman did you have any of the ola brewing company beer when you were here okay so one of the gentlemen chris who really helped structure their entire corporate structure the marijuana dispensary all that he said that uh have you ever heard of robert kurosaki rich dad poor dad um okay he said there's you know peacetime and wartime business people and I don't know if I'm a wartime business person, but I know that with the advent of this pandemic, something like inside me just softened. I felt chill. It was the most relaxed I've been in like 38 years. Like I was adopted. And at the time, uh, the science was tell your kid as early as possible they're adopted. So my parents are telling me at five, I'm adopted. I'm like, so you're telling me you're not my parents. And now I got to learn what sex is as well, because so it was like, so, you know, this is the first time that I've just been like chill and I don't know what exactly it was, but this pandemic has brought me closer to my parents, deeper interpersonal relationships in this town, just something about it. And it does pain me to say, cause people are dying because of it. And I'm not, you know, I'm not thankful for their deaths, but yeah as truthfully as possible this pandemic has been uh, a boom to me because it also shows me that all this other stuff i talked about truly did make a lasting impact because right now when i look at my financial situation the old chris he should be freaking out and then the immortal words of justin timberlake the old me is dead (laughs) and gone apparently yeah so uh covid19 yeah, so Justin Timberlake and uh, COVID nineteen, you know. I mean, I can't think of one without the other. But I mean, you know, I, I think even that being an early, you know, episode into the pandemic, uh, you know, I think more people started seeing the same thing that he saw. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the same is true for myself. You know, mm-hmm. at first, early in the pandemic, I was kind of freaking out when we were like really locked down. Yeah. I was stir crazy. Yeah. Well, and we knew a lot less than too about what was going on with everything. 
Now we're COVID veterans. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, but, you know, I think we kind of saw it also back then that it was going to be a long kind of oh, yeah. thing. Um, yeah. This isn't a surprise, but it has, I think, like like I said, just just people are finding more of those, you know, values of, of having their time change and being able to utilize that time differently. Absolutely. And one thing that uh, I've done differently is shop largely online and uh, try to minimize going into stores. You know, I'd like to support uh, local as much as I can. Yeah. But uh, But I also like to be healthy and maintain the social distances. Well, and that's one of the things that has come, uh, you know, to the forefront of us too, is seeing that like these small businesses need that help. But in these times, you know, how can, how, how do we do it? But a lot of these businesses have found a way to accept different payment or offer different services also during this time. Yeah, just go above and beyond for yeah. their customers. Yeah, I think even with the lockdown, um, it still brought a lot of people's attention of like, maybe I didn't go to stores a lot and get that help from a person who knew what they're talking about, but you value that so much more now because, yeah, I mean, like that interaction is just missing. You don't even have that option for yeah. that. The, the way that businesses treat their customers was under the, uh, the public uh, magnifying glass yeah. over the course of this last year. Yeah, exactly. And I think also, you know, so many people were trying to find ways to support the local people. I think there's people that didn't even realize that was how people survived. You know, I think there's people that just shopped in malls or big box at all times. So they forgot about that. But being able to, like you said, slow down and our lives kind of change. You started searching for more of those businesses, those food places, especially at first. Yeah. And you recognize when these companies go above and beyond for their customers, similar to the way that uh, Daniel had an experience with Stone Island. Mm-hmm. Why don't we check that out? I'll, I'll take it two ways. I'll take it one yeah, in my consumer perfect. way, and there then I'll go. take yeah, it one in a... Yeah, I like So that. I am very into Stone Island. Yes, <laughs> like, got you. And um, the sale just went on the other day. Mm. And, I, and because I've been a loyal customer for quite a while, I got to access the sale um like three mm. weeks before anybody else wow that's there a long go. time yeah no. <laughs> and so by the time the product that i had bought had arrived at my house it still hadn't gone on sale wow. on the site yet which was just a, a nod like to quality like taking yes. care of the customer yeah. i thought yeah, that they was recognized a, it yeah sure. a really cool thing and you know, uh, yeah. I have definitely spent a lot of money yeah, with yeah, them, so sure. I've earned Shout it. Shout out to Stone yeah. Island. <laughs> and, I mean, Customer even, service. Yeah. But I just thought that was like a really cool thing. And, you know, there must be people. All, it just made you feel a bit special. Yes. And it, it delivered that bit yes. of quality <clears> to <throat> it. Special treatment is always nice as a patron of a business, whether they're large or small. But sometimes it's uh, companies that are making things easier for us that we, you know, need to sing their praise. Yeah, exactly. Especially with all the hurdles that came with working and just uh, interacting with people this year, uh, for sure. Like, I mean, there's businesses that, you know, Zoom was around forever, but it became a much bigger thing during this time. Huge. You know, and then they had they had to adjust to make sure their their servers. I'm I'm sure that they hired a shit ton of people Mm -hmm. throughout this pandemic. Exactly. Shit, I should have got on that hiring train, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just another element. Yeah, Zoom is one company that stepped it up. And kind of in that lane, one of our guests, Danny, he sang the praise of a company called Audio Movers that uh, was an audio plugin that made his remote workflow a lot easier. 
So why don't we see what he had to say about them? Damn. I mean, I, I really can't, uh, you know, I can't, uh, praise enough of this, uh, this audio movers, uh, program. I mean, you know, uh, like I said, taking all that, like real high tech technology, a real expensive, um, processes that you'd have to do with a professional studio and putting it in like an app that we can all kind of use. It's like, man, thank you so much. It's, it's been able to like connect me and, you know, and so many people yeah. in this without having time, so. them to have to figure out how to yeah. switch some buttons around. Oh, yeah. You're you like, no, nah, this app. Yeah, the app yeah, or whatever and then uh, synced and then boom. Yeah. Simplicity is really the, uh, yeah, like, exactly. the, the yeah. key. Remove you know? as many steps as possible yeah. for people to get things Absolutely. accomplished and yeah. you've done a, a great job. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can check them out, audio movers, you know, uh, they have a little plug-in. It's crazy. You put the plug-in into your DAW and, and it just basically broadcasts that to oh, a web link. Mm. So you can, give it, you can give it to clients. They just open it up in their browser or, you know, if other professionals have that same plug-in, they can sync up to you and they can actually like dump audio Very into cool, your man. DAW live. Well, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, we'll have to connect so, on that for sure. I need to- yeah, man. I just went ahead and bought the year. Like I used yeah, it a you few times know. on the free yeah. trial. I was yeah. like, Okay. Sure. This is, this it's is working fantastic. For me. I'll yeah. definitely use it. Exactly. Audio movers. Sponsor the podcast, why don't you? But technology is certainly one thing that makes things easier for us on a mm-hmm. daily basis. And I think every industry has found value in upping their technology, <laughs> especially now. Yes. If you haven't, uh, yeah. kudos to you for being able to navigate yes, in this world. Analog in this digital yeah. world. <laughs> But speaking of analog, we uh, have another guest that got their inspiration from some older artistic formats uh, known as comic books. Yep, yep. I can't say I've ever been a huge comic book reader. I was an admirer, mm-hmm. card collector. I had, I had a smooth, probably four or five years of getting the beginning of the comics. So yeah. I'm a big fan of all the Marvel movies and DC yeah. movies. I, I love the movies. But it kind of helps you because sometimes when you have the loyalty to the comic book, you don't like when it strays away, but it's like, it's a movie. It's going to (laughs) be different. Yeah. And they take like bits and pieces of different stories to try to create these uh, motion pictures. Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, Golden and the Bindlestiff crew did this year. They did their, you know, their show completely different than usual, but still were able to find, you know, value in the inspiration from the childhood of the comic books and, you know applying that to this new project they were working on like oddly enough it's it's gonna be like not even film like comic books and music you know like so fast Mm. you could tell so many weird stories that way comic books are you kidding me like they just you're right there like in a whole other world and you're like all in full color read it over and over Is there a particular book that stands out in your mind? I mean, I did the whole, like, Wolverine, you know, I did the DC, and, like, I grew up reading, like, you know, kind of, like, regular comics. Nowadays, I do a lot of, like, um, like, samurai stuff, because I was kind of over the CG. I needed to go old school, because I I was, you know, they were hand-drawing it, and then the computers got involved, and I could tell, so I wasn't reading much new stuff. So I ended up going back to like illustrated, like Lone Wolf and Cub, like Buddha from Osamu Tetsuka and just weirder, just, yeah, just like more like, uh, like just full story arcs. You could 
to like a whole life and a whole world. Yeah, I really dig Golda's appreciation for being able to flesh out whole worlds when you tell stories because it just gives so much dimension to characters, story arcs, storylines. Uh, yeah, know. and to have such an expansive universe, uh, it does matter about the details because honestly, the comic book readers are also yeah, trying to find you out. Exactly. They want to find the loopholes and the, the, the stories that don't link up correctly. Yeah, wasn't that... the uh, a thing in the Simpsons, like the comic book guy, like uh, I forgot what comic book they're at, like a convention, and he was like, or maybe oh, it was like it, I think it was Frank, like yeah, yeah talking yeah, about yeah. an episode of Itchy and Scratchy or something like that. And it wasn't like yeah, <laughs> didn't know a comic. I wish I was uh, better with my Simpsons references. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, let us know if you remember exactly which one it was, because I'm there are the ones that do know. Oh yeah, we know you're out there. Yeah, I mean, but it is the details. I mean, and that's, you know, we've talked about on episodes before where those are some of the things that we appreciate as consumers, as creatives ourselves is that little Easter egg or that little thing that just puts it all in the right motion and puts it all in place. Yeah, and the guys from Good Fishing are definitely no strangers to detail. Yes. They pay attention and they're constantly tweaking as they have with their their whiskey, their moonshine. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they... uh, made some corn tweaks and they were really happy about them. So they decided that uh, they wanted to celebrate a particular strain of corn. I feel like we just came across something quali- in terms of quality, something, I don't know, like you guys said, it could be on like a minor scale or yeah. like a yeah. major yeah. scale. Yeah, but yeah, like, definitely. Anything. Honestly, on the moonshine topic, like we've been making like slight tweaks with like, like the corn we use for the, mm. for like the, our recipe. You know what I mean? And like, right. And we're kind of like, dipping into different styles and experimenting how they turn out mm-hmm. i think that's kind of like a. it's funny to look for like quality and such like a yeah we're in a detail you know yes. what i mean but i think something that's huge for our brand too like taking it back to the brand level like is is focusing on those like strange details that you mm-hmm. wouldn't even know about unless you tried to make something yeah. and like cared about it you know what i mean so yeah produce matters man and uh when it comes to your whiskey drinking experience slight tweaks in the corn might just enhance it but for sabo he wanted to enhance his third eye with some different kind of produce otherwise known as the magical mushrooms mm-hmm. yeah and he was uh very excited about that we you know, obviously know him from his uh cannabis products but he was really uh big and interested in that told us about the lion's mane and how he was incorporating incorporating yeah. in his life so yeah so not just psilocybin yeah. and uh you know microdosing and stuff but yeah using lion's mane to reforge those uh neural connections yeah so why don't we check out how he feels about the magical fungi yeah you know so i think uh my latest hobby has been growing mushrooms um as I, I thought cannabis was a very interesting plant to study, but mushrooms, I think, are, it's like even more complex and there's more capabilities of what this fungi could do, or fungi is what I recently was corrected. Um, and I'm not just talking about magic mushrooms either, you know, I'm just talking about like the lion's mane that I'm growing. They're really just nutrient dense, like there's cordyceps mushrooms that help the oxygen uptake. You know, there's all these really interesting things. It's also, one of the most like genetically different species on this planet. You know, I, I tend to believe that um, these things came on an asteroid since they could 
survive in a vacuum, and because they share the least amount of commonality with plants or even animals yeah, on this yeah, planet. Yeah, exactly. It's not like yeah. either of those things. It's yeah, its own, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people who think this panspermia idea is crazy, it's like, well, meteors and shit hit planets all the time. You know, how do you think water got here? It was an ice comet, you know? So I don't think it's too ridiculous. But I do think that... Um, so my mushroom fascination has probably been in the last six months. Um, Oakland has now basically decriminalized like all of these different plant medicines. The Asian community um, is one that really represses emotions. You know, I've been having people go to Oakland and experience some of these plant therapies. And, um, you know, people that had to go to therapy for one year, two year, one or two decades, all of a sudden, you know, through one of these sessions, you know, um, coming out a changed person. And, you know, it's amazing to see, you know, when you've known someone suffering for that long a period of time to have that much of a change just off of one experience. Um, it, it's enough to make anyone curious, I think. Yeah, and at then, least do more studying on mm-hmm, it. Yeah. Like you said, if they're getting the results, it doesn't matter. You know, let's see what it's about. Yeah. And then John Hopkins University a few years ago completed a, a study with uh, over 2,000 patients and uh, over 80% of them said it was uh, one of the top five experiences of their lives. And it was uh, a long lasting change too, where if they were trying to quit like cigarettes, you know, they interviewed them one, two, three years later, and they were still weaned off of cigarettes. So it had this long lasting change. And um, this one book that I recently read, it was by uh, Michael Pollan, who wrote The Omnivore's Dilemma, but he wrote a new book called How to Change Your Mind. And it is really covering a lot of mental illness that could be cured with these plant medicines so that is something of quality that has really impacted my life recently yeah and i think that is something all of us have found you know maybe not as such a grand scale but those little things to help us get through this year especially man and um yeah uh, we all have tried to find those little things that to better our own lives uh, yeah. you know i actually have explored lion's mane and all that mm-hmm. since uh having conversations with some of these guys yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's both like, I think we wanted to stay sharp. And like, luckily, we've been able to do the podcast and some other things we've been working on. Does but also stay sharp for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, in, but you know, you've also taken a, a real good care of like, I'm gonna still work out and try to do those things. And like, yeah. you know, it's still just trying to find that balance and everything. I think now we realize that all the other things in our life still help us better ourselves, man. You know, yeah, self-care is important. If you're not taking care of yourself, how are you going to, you know, none of that other stuff matters. Yeah. You yeah. can't deliver that other goods or whatever service at yeah. the maximum. If you're not at your best, yeah. then the energy that you put out isn't going to be the best. And then, you know, it's just dying out from there. But Landon is also another proponent of self-care as tact or as the ceo of tact and stone he tries to be at his best every day and you know he realized that he has shortcomings but he tries his best to make time so that he can be at his best yeah just being aware of it and knowing that you want to put the time into it is really the starting point and just yeah keep it always on your mind like am i putting my best foot forward is this doing is this helping me be my best too whatever i'm getting into uh, something that I've found recently um, is making sure I take care of myself. Yes. Mentally and physically. Self-care. Yes. Self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even even as a one-man show for Tact and Stone right now, <laughs> uh, I make sure that I, I take time to 
uh, meditate every day. Nice. Uh, I write in a gratitude journal every day, and I make sure I work out every day. And I don't think I would be a quality person with, without those things. I, I could be a real dickhead if I don't do those things. <laughs> but you know where you're at. You know yeah. what you need yeah. to do. That's, that's yeah. self-aware, yeah, man. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, self-awareness is huge because if you are not self-aware, you're not going to know how to best administer that self-care. Yeah, you have to know where you are to know what you need to work on, how you're going to get there. Uh, and I mean, and it's tough. I mean, being honest with yourself, but we've had a lot of time to reflect this year. So, I mean, hopefully you came across a couple of those moments where you're like, all right, how am I going to move forward? Yeah, and Landon mentioned a lot of things that you can do to take care of yourself. You know, work out, eat right, sleep, meditate journal now just like our guest eli mentioned that journaling was a huge part in his self-care routine yeah it was kind of cool to hear about that too being that he is a writer but to take the time to do that as well is like all right like yeah. uh, using writing as a method of self-care in more than one way journaling has as simple as it sounds man and it is a very simple process i wake up in the morning sometimes i have crazy ass dreams so i have something to start off with sometimes i'm just checking in with myself okay it's wednesday it's the 14th already what the hell and i just kind of free write right that has brought tremendous value to my life in a sense that instead of being all up in my head trying to figure things out i'm writing it down and as you write, there's something magical that happens using a pen. I'm not, not typing, writing. And when you write, you're having a dialogue with yourself. You're able to process things going on inside that may be more confusing if you don't put it on paper. And in that sense, I've been able to uh, get to the bottom of things, understand things, where they came from, just kind of like being a detective, a self-detective. And, and the journaling has opened that, opened that inward door for me, like exposing things that, uh, uprooting things, um, especially during this crazy year, just like going inwards and opening the shutters, the doors, the, turning on the lights, being like, what's going on in here? Like dusting shit off, being like, oh man, I do not need this. You know, journaling has been a big part of that. So I, I find tremendous value in it. And I would tell everybody to start journaling. I mean, it's a real simple habit to start, dude. Yeah, and I think uh, something that we've talked about in multiple episodes was like keeping with these habits and like how a lot of us have found successes in the past or got to where we were is because of the reps we put in and what we do um, and constantly learning, knowing that you don't know everything and you can improve uh, just because you might not be doing it at a school in a class there's still ways to learn and still ways to up your game and still ways to be taught by other people and be a student of everything you do. And our former guest, Anthony Renowitzki, uh, you know, a successful real estate agent in the East Bay, he is uh, an avid learner and he takes it upon himself to educate himself on the market every single day. Make learning a daily habit of yours as well, because if not, you're doing yourself a huge disservice. Um, I think it's value is, is really learning on past people's experience. Um, you know, as far as a human, we're, we've been here for thousands of years. Um, and, you know, you could add your own creativity, but, you know, learn from other agents or other investors or other home buyers, you know, uh, people's experience. Don't think you're going to, you know, come up with a, a new idea. You know, people have been doing this for years. 
Um, so, you know, it's about, you know, educating, you know, I, I, I sit back. I don't like, I personally don't like reading, but I like watching a lot of YouTube and, and listening to Audible. Um, and, you know, you know, being patient and really learning your business. I mean, like I said, I've been a realtor. It's coming on 11 years, uh, but I'm still learning. You know, no matter what, you're, yeah, yeah. you're never, you're, you're never going to learn. So always be the student and always learn to be coachable and, and, and not be so connected and, and, um, you know, connected and, you know, not control things, not try to control things that are beyond your control as well. But sometimes continued education does happen in an institution. Check out how Bayway felt about his alma mater. But what's something that has brought quality to your man, life? Man, this school, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this school really helped me get my mindset right, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now I feel like I'm really, like, I really got this going forward. Like, now I know what I'm doing. I got plans and I got goals. Back then, I used to thought, I used to think I was making goals, but I really, I, I, I was yeah. making goals, but I wasn't really doing nothing about yeah. it. You, know what I'm you didn't now, know how to, like, I'm making goals and I'm making steps to get to the goals and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I learned it off just being up in here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Interacting with people up in here. You know what I'm saying? Just doing my own thing up in here. You know what I'm saying? Just like school, man. School is where's that, dog? No cap, bro. Even if it's not for you, bro, you just play your hand at it because you're going to meet people in school, bro. It's just putting in those reps in, just learning how to interact with people, how to have, you know, yeah, just problem solving, right? Like, the, the, all the people you going to be around and, Seeing your life is people that you've been around in school and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, them yeah. the people that you're going to know for the rest of your life. is like, Yeah, I mean, and he made some great points. And you can tell in the excitement of his voice how much school has really helped him. Uh, but something he mentioned was he has a plan and he has a goal. And the reason why he's finding the benefit in schooling is because he has the, the planning part is coming together for him, what he's learned. Yeah, you can try to navigate life without one. And you might get somewhere, mm-hmm. but if you know what you want to be after, then it's in your best interest to exactly. make a plan. Yeah, I mean, if you have a destination in mind, the map uh, becomes a lot clearer. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it might take you a lot longer to get to your destination. And uh, but so being prepared for the journey is always in your best interest. And for Jamison of Light Sound, he couldn't stress that enough. I've been um, kind of doing stuff with artifact help helping her you know set set up at some of her spots and being able to go behind the scenes and and help coordinate things and not have it be your baby is is actually a really <laughs> really fun way to to support somebody and, and and help help things go the right way when i feel like I, I in my particular business of what i do i don't find myself operating that way so mm-hmm. um as well she helps me sometimes as well i i find that i would say i'm pretty appreciative of that to see the goodness behind setting up mm. of events or whatever it is, the quality of it and, and doing it right and actually having yeah. a plan and talking about it and not just mm. showing up. And, you know, um, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful to yes. know that there's a, a lot of ways to do things, but I really feel like you got to do it the right way if you're going to put your you know foot forward. Yes. And it's taught me to be better at what I do mm. in the same end. You know, I'm a little more organized business wise now. And, you know, we've stressed it multiple times here that preparation and, you know, studying, learning is super important. But something this year also showed us is 
some lessons come at you when you're not prepared and will change your life and the way that you go about thinking of, of what's next for you, you know. Uh, and LaFresh, uh, you know, Princeton had, you know, worked in a school, but what affected him was something that was completely out of his control. And then uh, it really just put some things in perspective for him. Something that brought quality to life to me, I would say, uh, what, 2014, I got into a major car accident. Mm. Um, like fell asleep behind the wheel, mm. crashed into a tree and like crazy, crazy story. The the paramedics told me that they weren't even gonna call, or like they weren't oh even gonna come, gosh. they were just gonna call a coroner because my car was so mad, so bad. Wow. Yeah, and but you know, I came out with just stitches in my face, stitches in my leg. <laughs> like I, I messed up, I had internal bleeding mm -hmm. for a few days and then I was good, but like no major no injuries. Broken bone. No yeah. broken bone, Man. you know, like the tip of my tongue is numb because mm -hmm. I clamped down on it. Mm. But it's just like after that, it changed my life so much. Like it was like I could have died that day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and it was just crazy. And then it made me just really think of like the quality of life at at that point. Yeah. You know, that's it's it's really what it is because we can work and work and work all this time. And yes. but if you're really not enjoying the quality of life, like being able to have conversations like this yeah. and really just understand and be in the process, then you know what are you working for? What are you mm -hmm. really doing? So. You know, just knowing the difference between having the quality of life and, you know, that you could try to get a raise somewhere. You know, that could be the raise that you've always been wanting. Mm -hmm. It could get you all this stuff, but mm -hmm. is it going to bring you the quality of life, you know, at the end yes. of the day? And I, I feel like I appreciate my quality of life a lot more, especially working with kids because it's like teachers don't get paid shit, mm -hmm. you know. But the quality yeah. of life of me being able to talk to these other kids and yeah. they see me and you know just being able to interact, having Make summers a off, impact. that's yeah. just another thing. But you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the quality of life. Like yeah. you got to really understand that, and you know that's I feel like that has been the biggest quality to me. Sometimes it doesn't take a tragedy to uh, make one realize that. Having a good quality of life does add value to your well-being. And for Sam of Good Fishing, that sentiment is no different. I mean, I don't know. I think quality is like a good, it's like a good thing mm -hmm. to even almost not even be meditative about, but just to like carry with you all the time. Because like the first thing I thought is like the quality of like, you know, people who have invested in me, like mm -hmm. from parents or like family you know, like yes. even the quality of their concerns, you know what I mean? Yeah. The quality of their praise, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The quality of like silent and apparent support, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The quality of even taking time to reflect, you know, and like making space to, to like be effective enough within yourself or aware enough in yourself to be creative. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the quality of like having money in your bank account you know what I mean? Or having the quality of being like, yeah, I just got those shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like literally, that's yeah, like, that's such a random thing. You know what I mean? For sure. Like, seriously, you know what I mean? The quality of just like, you know what I mean? Like, the deep and then the shallow. You know what I mean? Like, everything. It's just mm -hmm. like, quality is like, it's that's a great thing. Quality is indeed a great thing. And that is what we are here to celebrate every day and with every piece of content that we deliver for you guys. And we are forever grateful for your support and gratitude is something that you can never be 
an abundance of gratitude is something that we all need to work on you know like we all get frustrated with uh the goings on of yeah. uh you know society and especially in a year like this it's easy to uh let gratitude slip through your fingers but for artifact it's something that she holds on to with a firm grasp always I'm going to share this today because I think it's suiting for today, September 21st. I know you're probably going to hear this later, but today is World Gratitude Day. Mm, Um, I just think having a mindful of gratitude and just being thankful for what you have and sharing that gratitude with others, you know, not being quiet about it. I think that's really important, you know. So, I mean, even with that whole... uh, Marie Kondo, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of thing. You know, she's like, say thank you to your clothes that you no longer need anymore, to these things you don't need anymore and pass it on. So Mm -hmm. I think just having an attitude of gratitude is really important. And um, that pretty much brought me to where I am right now. You know, like all these connections, all these people. Thank you. Thank you Mm -hmm. for helping me out, you know. And yeah, that's, I think, what really gives me quality in my life. And again, we are forever grateful for all of you that are tuning in right now. Go tell your friends about us and, uh, you know, we'll be grateful for that as well. But uh, for Candice Crowhurst, the founder of the virtual studio, not only was she thankful for the people around her, but she gave a quick shout out to some hair care products that uh, Mm -hmm. helped boost a a little bit of thinning hair on her. (laughs) I don't mean to put you under the under the bus, uh, Candice, but, you know, uh, people are going to hear it right now anyway. (laughs) But here it is anyway. I found (laughs) this hair care company that's sustainable and it's made in Alaska and it's like cold pressed twigs and berries off of like the forest floor. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) But it's making my hair grow like crazy. Like I'm having baby hairs growing back in like, like I'm I'm not even joking. So that has been the most like really cool thing because with corn, like, my hair is just like I've never grown almost like six inches, so that's really cool. I've honestly really uh I think people have been the biggest thing that has helped my life in quarantine. I have been so surprised with the people who came and supported me. Um like we've met through Jesse and she is an amazing woman and she's you know dating my little brother and I she connected me to Oasis, like she's on their board and you know, she has shown up and um, let me really support the LGBT community in like even more exceptional ways, like showing me ways that I can actually provide value, like not just the superficial ones. Like, you know, that's why we added, you know, more instructors, you know, from their community onto our platform so that they would have, you know, like the people who've just showed up and help, like been willing to help me like I have a girlfriend who like I don't know a lot about marketing like I'm really good at strategy and finance and sales like are really easy for me but I really struggled with social media and marketing like it's not something I've ever had to do and she was willing to take an hour a day or hour a week to just teach me some of the fundamentals because you can YouTube it all you want you know and like I have been but having someone like who's experienced like kind of walk you through like okay these good you know like i i bring a plan but like having someone like kind of show me like what's working like that has been like amazing you know and like other instructors who've incorporated their friends been like you know someone can help me with 
you know, SEO or I was, I have another friend who is this beautiful photographer and she helped me, um, do this thing called teleportation for photos so that I could be helped me get featured for like a Reebok event that happened, you know, like, and she shot pictures of me through the computer. Like, it's like, how am I going to get a professional photo done? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she helped me. So like, for me, I think people and like their natural talents and their kindness. Yeah. The people that we deliberately keep around ourselves are very important. They shape us. Yeah, and I think uh, not everyone always uh, is aware of that, but trust me, yeah, there is a certain group of people that you always go to, and we've talked about too, like if it, the ones who uh, you share your memes with or that you have multiple communications with, that's usually your circle, you know? Yeah, and, the ones that you got inside jokes with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ones, the ones that, that you can uh, like rely on to comment or reply to your shit you're talking about online, you know, like it's usually not always the same people, but there's usually like in that real life and social media life, there's that one person or two people that stand out. Yeah. Your circle is important. Yeah. And like, uh, like Art said, he, you know, just keep it like a Cheerio, man. It, it doesn't matter how many people you have, just make sure the ones with you are thorough and uh, it'll help keep you along. I would have to say just the people that I bring, that I have surround me, um, you know, like I said, guys like Jesse, guys like Dylan, uh, my trainer uh, named Sean Jackson, he's an amazing individual, like supports 100%, you know, pushes my limits, um, my brothers, and just the people, like I said, the, the quality people, it's not about having the quantity, yeah. mm-hmm. if you got hella people around you and they're, you know, not positively bringing you up then it's it's no need to have that that around you so um like i said earlier having my circle like a cheerio of Mm -hmm. solid you know um heart healthy you know heart healthy (laughs) (laughs) uplifting individuals is that's that's the the quality that has brought me to um to be able to do what i do every day Mm -hmm. and keep pushing and push this movement this is keeping because i wouldn't be able to do it without these people around me um takes a lot um so i'm very thankful for that and in slightly different words and metaphors michelle the founder of q cut felt the same way say one of my best friends she always would say this and it's something that's always stuck to me and she goes you are a percentage of the five people you hang out around the most Mm -hmm. and who you surround yourself and i think about that on a constant especially you know like I mean, there's a lot of people. It's easy to have like loads of friends, yeah. but I always yeah. do think about that. Like my quality, my worth and my percentage yeah. is going to be based on the five people I surround myself around. Mm-hmm. And that also like, I have to recognize what I invest my time in with that. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, it's just a constant reminder, you know, birds of a feather and flock together. We do at quality goods. But yeah, I mean, you know, obviously Chris and I spent a lot of time together, you know, bringing this brand to life. And yeah, even I mean, we literally <laughs> nested together for what a little over a year. Yep, exactly. Yeah, growing this, laying some eggs. Yeah, exactly. And keeping those people around us, uh, you know, same circle when it comes to when we're doing videos or whatever. Uh, but, you know, as we get longer in the tooth, there's also friends that I have had for a long time that I might not see every day, might not talk to every day. But they're still there for me. And when we do get a chance to reconnect, it's like nothing, nothing changed. And we just keep running from where we were. And it's important to remember there's people like that in our lives as well. And I think Daniel did a good job of touching on that. I DJ down. Well, I DJ 
in the Bay Area sometimes, but I have a monthly down in San Diego where I mm. used to live of a Britpop night. And every time I get to go down um, once a month, and for the most part, I get to spend some really quality time with my San Diego friends, not mm. just because I'm DJing there, but the next day we'll all go to coffee and, yeah, and spend nice. a ton of quality time with the people I miss. But it's great that I've maintained doing this monthly DJ night for the fact that I can check in yeah. and yeah. spend great time with my friends that I miss all the time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, having quality conversations, like yeah. checking, it's not just lip service, like, oh, hey, how you been? Oh, yeah. working a lot, you know, yeah. those like kind of conversations. Like, through all those things, yeah. We, we get where you left off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. We get really deep <clears throat> into everything, and it, it really is a pick up where you left off, yeah. you know? And Dope. so, I. I actively try and maintain quality relationships with my friends. The the thing that's uh, I've got friends back in England. I've got friends in New York, and I've got friends in in San Tacoma, Diego. Seattle, mm. as well as the oh, Bay Cali. and San Diego. Yeah. But the ones that live even further, we may not check in with each other all the time. Mm -hmm. That's the great thing about an Instagram or something. Yes. You can always yeah. see what someone's up yeah. to. And yeah. you can make a comment here and, and yeah. there. And yeah, like, exactly. oh man, that looks dope. Mm -hmm. Cool. But then the next time you see them and you're in the place with them, because you've got that such deep friendship, you can pick up where you left yes. off. Like I just went out and, and did the five points toy fest for super seven in in new york and i stayed with my friends nick and natalie i'd not seen them for maybe nine months or something like that yeah. the day i was there we just instantly it wasn't like oh what's been going it was like we just started talking about mm -hmm. everything our mutual friends like it just yeah so you know when you have those quality friendships yeah. it hundred percent it, it's something to hold on to forever for sure and one of the guests that we featured earlier in this podcast who talked about self-care also was one of those types of friends to me, uh, Landon, the, the CEO and founder of Tact and Stone. Uh, we come from the same circle of friends and, uh, and family, you know, our friend, those friends become your family. And for him, that was a major point, uh, in success of of his brand and uh, the support that he received from that circle um, will never be forgotten. I think I'm incredibly lucky to have the parents that I had. Yeah, and I, the I know them well. And they're, the they're wonderful people. Yeah, and the upbringing that I had um, has supported a quality life yeah. and has you know supported an opportunity to be where I'm at now. Um, and I couldn't be more grateful for the, for the upbringing and the, and the parents that I had and also, also the friends and the network that I had uh, growing absolutely, up. Man. Um, and you know, w without the people in my life, yeah, I wouldn't have the quality of life that I have. Yeah. I, I just have to take a quick moment to second that because Landon and I have one of the most supportive groups of friends and family that. I have ever known like I've yep. again a lot of people make those same remarks when they come into our circle yep. they are just like how do you have this incredible circle of family and friends around you that has been uh, like solid for your entire life basically yeah. it's, it's crazy yeah so when I think of quality of life I think about my friends and family yes. and I'm, I'm incredibly lucky we cannot underscore the importance of a strong family and the role that they can play in the success uh, and drive of uh, 
of your endeavors. Yeah, and I mean, throughout the years, uh, you know, whether it be personal or professional, we always find these new connections uh, with people that become friends or become family. But, you know, for the few of us that are fortunate to have that start really young with our parents, I mean, it's it's huge, you know, and I was, you know, grew up with a single mom, but a brother and sister that helped with that as well. And, um, you know, I think Chef 2 touched on it a lot about how he was able to get to where he was, is remembering where he came from. I say it's my family, you know. Uh, I think just going back to it, just just a recap and reminder. I, I grew up in uh, a very humble place and beginnings. You know, both parents laborers. You know, they work with their hands, work very hard. So for me personally, for a long time, I I, I had this self shame about myself. You know, I was I was a Vietnamese American kid, first generation in like predominantly black neighborhood. Everyone was different from me. You know, so like because I was different. And because of the shortcomings, quote unquote, that I had, I wasn't proud of my parents. I wasn't proud of where I came from. I I wanted to always be something else. You know what I mean? Um, I think a lot of kids do that. They watch TV and they try to emulate what's on TV because they're not proud of where they are, where they come from, from home. You know what I mean? So I think the blessings that I've had recently, I'd say going into my 30s, I'm 34 now going into my 30s is that I had this opportunity to learn how to grow closer to my parents, to listen to their story. And by listening to their story, it it fueled, in the most indirect way, it fueled my soul in my career because it created my identity. And I think every entrepreneur, every person on this planet, entrepreneurs included, you need to have an identity. You need to know why you exist on earth. If you don't know why you exist on earth, there'll be no reason why you would push forward. I think those were the issues that I was having. I was like, I want to push forward, but why am I pushing forward for? Am I pushing forward for money? No, that's not everlasting. So my parents, they are from Vietnam. They're boat people. They went through two wars, uh, Khmer Rouge in Vietnam and then Vietnam War itself. I'm telling you, my dad was a soldier in that Khmer Rouge, Vietnam War. Khmer Rouge was the uh, or Combo- uh, the Nazis of Cambodia or Southeast Asia. Like a lot of horrific stuff happened. And I didn't understand the sacrifices my parents went through. The privilege, uh, in, in understanding their sacrifices, I translated that to my privileges. And in understanding my privileges, it helped me excel in the world, not just in my financial or career, but my spirit. Like everything grew from there when I understood who I was, my story, and where everything came from. And I go out into the world head high, proud, you know? And I think before anybody becomes successful in any right, in any measurement at all, is that they, they have to have peace in their heart and in their soul. And I, you know, just to be very transparent, I am still trying to find peace in my heart and soul, but at least I know I'm on that path, you know? But that answers your question. That is the support and quality that I've recently had. And Chef 2 wasn't the only one of our guests that uh, saw the value and support that family brings to the mix. Tim Cole, the former VP of Mascot Sports, shared how his family supports him and the quality of life that he gets from that. 
You know, recently family um, has been a big source of quality for me. So I just moved um, and uh, moved into a place here in Jacqueline Square. Mm. And it's been sort of a crazy process because I bought a condo in North Oakland that was supposed to close in August of 2018. And I'm still waiting on it. Mm. Wow. And it's been sort of a, a <laughs> emotional oh, process to yeah, kind of like have that up, like, oh yeah. my gosh, I'm gonna be a home buyer. Yeah. This is the American dream or whatever. And then be like, well, no, not maybe not. Um, and so my family's been really supportive and helpful for me. Um, like my family and I helped move uh, my girlfriend and I this past weekend, just, just us, just the family. And, um, it's such a cool supportive unit and when you're just on your knees dead tired and exhausted from moving the fact that you know my mom can can hit us up and host a family dinner and and bring people together i think that's been a really quality piece for me that um not everyone is as lucky to have have all of their family and have all their family so close to them mm-hmm. as i am and so um really lucky every day for them so obviously with Chef 2 and with Tim, both of them talking about their parents helping them out, um, making transitions through life. But in Alfred Howard's case, he actually was able to work with his mom on some of his projects and not only learn from her at a young age, being a creative and growing with that environment, but now being able to put out work together as a team. Uh, not many people can say that they've done that in their life. Um, I'm going to I'm going to give my mom a shout. Mm-hmm. You know, this um, she's been a huge influence on me like my whole life. You know, when I was like, when I said I want to be a spoken word artist and it sounded like an outlandish thing, my mom was like, yeah, you do it. You know, I, I believe in you. Like, I've always thought that you were like smart and special and you have a way with words, like get after it, you know, and she's always been super, super supportive of that. And uh, again, to work on this project with her has been amazing, you know, cause she's been, she's been a professional painter for like, you know, almost almost six decades yeah, crazy. you know like, and uh you know she like as a, a single black parent woman grow you know in yeah. the in the 70s like, man like that was that was hard and uh she's been able to you know she put me through college with her art mm. and um you know she's just always been been there and i think she's an incredible artist and her range you know has never been limited in fact, like doing this project, she's like, okay, I want to try something different. I want to do like art that I feel like your listeners would enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, she does some abstract stuff. She, you know, it's been real eclectic and she does like what the song needs, nice. you know? So I'm going to, I'm going to give my mom a shout. Yeah. What's up, mom? I think, uh, I'll take this opportunity to give my own mom a shout. I don't think she ever has listened to one of these podcasts, <laughs> maybe one, but, uh, what's up, mom? I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for, for you as well, giving me lots of support through the years. God, yeah, man, just shout out all the moms out there, all the dads out there. Um, you know, family is always uh, something that, especially during this time of year, we look at. So, Yeah, and another aspect of family that uh, is quite life-changing and uh, something that I hear uh, pretty much anytime anyone has a child mm-hmm. uh, is that, your life really does change and a biological switch goes off and uh you know it forces you to think a lot about what's been covered in this podcast already you know it forces you to think about education and it forces you to think about your quality of life and the quality of life for your child and all the things that 
you need to do. You know, you need to take care of yourself in order to be at your best to take care of your child. Uh, it's no different for Rylan Sandoval, my good friend and uh, someone who I would consider family, former minor league baseball player. He has a great story. You should check out his episode if you haven't done so. It's one of my favorites. But uh, yeah, his daughter changed his life and uh, forced him to figure out a better quality of life for himself and therefore uh, his child and everyone around him. It really did put me into another mindset and kind of readjust my focus on life. And it was uh, when my daughter was born. And, um, you know, I know a lot of people say things like this all the time, but it's just very truth, truthful. Like you have a different perspective on life because you're looking at life in a different way. It's not just you anymore. Like, yes, you might look at things differently if you have a wife or you have like a very serious girlfriend or a fiance or something. Yes, your perspective changes. But when you have a little baby, a little child in your life, like you, everything you do now is literally based off of them and what's going to be good for them and you at the same time. And it just brought like a very good focus for me on where I'm at in my life right now and what I need to get to and readjusted my, my goals on how to get to that, that life that I want to have and where I want to be in life and what I want to provide for her Mm -hmm. and my family, you know? And I think, I always try to put things into perspective on thinking about it, not just, you know, take it as, so I want to take it as like, what can I do for my family, but also what can I do for myself too? Because if I don't yeah. stay focused on myself, yeah, that's going to suffer. That's going to suffer, mm-hmm. you know, and you have, it's not being selfish. It's actually being very not selfish. <laughs> yes, it's yes. being unselfish. Like you need to get yourself right uh-huh. to get them right and Absolutely. provide for them. Yes. And so that was I never, you know, I didn't, you don't, you don't know that's going to happen when you yeah. have a child. Yeah. yeah no matter how I many know people I heard tell people you that, say, yeah. but you just still don't know. Like, <laughs> but it was like a biological switch. Yes, yeah. it does. You better. Yeah. It's, it's like it's crazy. Like it's, I swear to God, it's giving me chills talking about <laughs> it. It's very different. And you know, I just, I've always been a positive person, but I got into a very negative mindset for a while because of baseball and all the crap I had mm-hmm. to deal with. And I didn't realize it. And after getting away from it for a year and then going back and having a good time, I kind of was able to snap out of it and get a little bit more positive, but I still was like dealing with things. Mm -hmm. And then I had my daughter and it just really kind of aligned things for me and got me into a very good place. And so that made my quality of life better, which Mm -hmm. is going to make people around me's quality of life better, which is going to make my daughter and my girl's quality of life better. Mm -hmm. My other, you know, my mom, my dad, you know, everybody like it just, you have that type of energy should hopefully uplift and bring everyone else to that. And that's what we all are trying to do and what we all would like to have, you know, things don't always go exactly how you want them to. And you might not have the perfect life right now, but it doesn't mean you can't have it. Yeah. So staying positive and pushing forward, you know, that my daughter brought those things back to me into a much more uh, focused mindset than I was having before. You know, I was kind of a little bit all over the Mm -hmm. place because of everything I'd been doing. Yeah. And now it's just a little bit calmer and more focused on, what needs to happen you know and so i think that would be my best answer for that man focus all that stuff that sounds awfully good right now maybe i should uh think about having having a baby man yeah i get that's definitely that's definitely the reason you should do that (laughs) yeah i'm not i'm I'm kidding folks i'm I'm not trying to have a child right now maybe later i I would like that at some point but um (laughs) yeah i i am uh 
Shout out to the babies in the world. Yes. Oh yeah, and shout Being out because born like, in a COVID year. For real, because I have not been able to hug or kiss any of these babies yeah. that my friends are having and my family's having. So one day we'll be able to enjoy. It. Yeah, we'll support <laughs> your quality children, giving them quality lives and support throughout it. <laughs> babies. Yes. But uh, you know, this has been a support quality montage brought to you guys because you know. We just want to show you that, like, there there was a common theme in a lot of uh, the episodes. You know, it's it's refreshing to hear that people uh, receive so much support from their family and uh, just really all about the people around them and making sure that everyone is taken care of. Yeah, I mean, as you can see, we had a lot of you know clips to pull from because we've been able to do this for quite a while now and have a variety of guests, and they're all. You know, they're all able to find ways uh, or find quality in, in you know, all kinds of aspects of the world. So it is amazing to hear. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it keeps us excited to do what we do to meet the new people and see their perspective on life. And the support doesn't stop at the podcast. You know, we give these people business. We go see their shows. We patronize their businesses. You know, we uh, listen yeah. to their music. Yeah, exactly. I mean, many of these people were friends of ours from a long time ago or friends we made because we stumbled across their their content that they're pushing out, you know, and it's just been good to hear more about why they even do those things and to see them go. And we see you guys always supporting us and commenting and, you know, we see those things too, especially our former guests, you know what I mean? They're quick to be like, oh, I know that person. And it's like good to see that too, you know, just seeing the connections, especially in the Bay. Yeah, so support quality, you know, support our podcast. Yes, quality good, support us, but support our our guests as well and support those who are maybe not guests of ours yet, but might be future guests. Yeah, we love. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it before and we don't say it all the time, but we definitely want you guys to put us up on game. You know, if you got somebody out there, you know, doing some dope stuff like we want to hear about it. If you're doing some cool stuff, like let us know. Yeah, if you know someone who's bringing the quality we want to talk to him. We want yeah, to know yeah. about it. Yeah. And just real quick, I mean, while we wrap it up, uh, you know, we don't need to do a support quality uh, for this one <laughs> as it's been the theme. But remember, man, I mean, Thanksgiving's coming up and like there is still a lot of stuff to be thankful for. And, uh, you know, I, we're not going to sit here and list those things. But I think just take a, a step back and look at the world. And even with the things going on, like, you know, there's things that I'm real thankful for right now. So, yeah. And support your fellow man. Yeah. You know, we're all here. We're all we're all struggling right now yeah. still. So, yeah. you know, someone might need that support and uh, you just don't know it. So just, yeah. The, and there's plenty. Of, yeah. There's plenty of ways to support people. I mean, there's not, there's not a, a correct way to do it. Everyone needs a different thing. So just be that for somebody because, you know, I do appreciate those that are that for me. So, yes, but you can also support the podcast at anchor fm slash qgpod you can donate to us there this is uh the season of giving we also have merchandise on our yeah, amazon store yeah. check our instagram bio or that yeah i mean we you know go check out some of our videos if you haven't seen them you know feel free to leave some uh some ratings on whether whether it's spotify apple yeah, whatever man please. i mean Comment. Um, yeah, you know, something I do like uh, that some other people do. But yeah, if you guys got a question for us, leave a rating and then put the question on there. We'll look at it and answer it up on here, you know. So sure will. Yeah. Keep the support. We love it. 
we're gonna keep supporting you guys and giving you guys stuff to listen to and and finding you more dope people out there to to share their story yeah and if you want to support the quality that i am bringing as an individual you can follow me at mr bd on instagram and i'm at young man old souls yeah we're at quality goods tv on instagram that's where you can find links to everything that we do so support it like it comment share it be safe wear a mask yes yes let's get through this motherfucker. we'll get through this we will but uh we hope that you have a lovely holiday if you listen to this before it's over but if you catch it afterwards that's cool too and we hope that you had a good one yep but uh until the next one yeah